0: found my focus soon as you came into view Highlight and expose the way I think of you Now it's clear as day just what I need to do Ooh. Don't ever stop, just give it all that you've got Hi
1: guys, thank you so much for joining me back on my little pod. My name's Jay, I'm from K Capture, and it's amazing to have you back this week. We're into the new year, looking forward to a year filled of opportunities, new weddings, new couples and new things to learn. I am looking forward to bringing you new things with the podcast. I've got a bunch of featured guests that are lined up as well. And I can't wait to get into it. So today's episode, speaking of people being featured, is one that I've been planning for a little while now. You might recall from my posts that I done a destination wedding last year. I've asked those clients to come onto the podcast just to discuss what a destination couple are looking for in a photographer, in their vendors, in order to get you To open up your portfolio into destination weddings. So, we're going to be discussing with the couple what they were looking for, some of the good things that I've managed to do, and get them to book with me, what they wanted, what their concerns were, and what their main priorities were from me, why it was that they booked with me. So, it's going to be a really interesting episode. Strap into your seat and enjoy. Okay, so finally, we're here, destination clients. Thank you for coming. It's okay. Thank sure. you for being here. <laughs> so, basically, what this episode was going to be about was how the wedding process was for you guys, mm-hmm. and how the planning journey was, and how stressful it was to do a destination wedding. And I know, especially for you guys, as because well, there were a couple of things that ended up changing, and then
2: yeah.
1: obviously COVID hit and all the rest of it. So, yeah. hopefully, we can go through all of that and figure out yeah. how difficult it was. So, firstly, what was it about? destination wedding that made you want to have a destination wedding to begin with
3: i think it was the kind of feeling we wanted to give for our guests mm. like we just want to make a different bit of a holiday and we just that's what it was i just it yeah. we just wanted something i know in the bad way, most people say oh god another wedding do you yeah. know what i mean i yeah. didn't want that yeah. for our wedding mm. so i thought a destination would be something people enjoy real yeah. holidays different and you can't beat sun. So yeah. <laughs> sun changes people. Like yeah. yeah. Now,
4: we just we just wanted to go against the norm. We, well, I've had a couple of destination weddings from my side. Yeah. And mm. So there was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's always wanted to go to a destination wedding. Mm. Um, and I think we kind of just knew from the beginning we were like when we eventually get married, yeah. we were always going to have a destination wedding. Like yeah. it was it just depended on where it was. Yeah. But yeah. We always just wanted um, a destination wedding. It's just it'll be something different. Yeah. Um, I mean w- we were heavy, heavy wedding goers in between that period and it just got become repetitive and it's just sort of like same sort of thing so like, yeah. let's just try to change it up a little bit and then um, yeah that's why we went for the destination wedding
1: I think there's a few kind of attributes to destination weddings as well isn't it that one naturally everyone can't always make a destination yeah. wedding yeah. so automatically it's going to be quite close very close yeah. family and friends yeah like, was that part of it as well
3: um
1: that you wanted it to be. Quite I intimate. think.
3: I think what we noticed that destination wedding would give us was the intimacy. Yeah. And we knew that the ones our nearest will be there. Yeah. Um. So I think that kind of played a part to it as mm. well. Yeah. We
4: I didn't. Think. We didn't want to have like this massive, extravagant four or five hundred people, people wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we wanted the only like we wanted just the closest people to be with us, mm. and generally they're the ones who will make the effort yeah. to come to a destination yeah. wedding. Um, so, yeah, I think, again, yeah, that was a, probably a contributing factor um, in in that, mm. um, where we wanted to keep it quite intimate.
2: Yeah.
4: And, yeah, especially, like, this place, the, the amount of people that we we're looking for venues-wise and things like that. So, yeah, we did want it to be...
3: Uh, a bit more intimate. So it does have to have destination way <laughs> right. yeah. I'll be honest, it does, because less people yeah. before, uh, will come. But yeah. we had people turn out who thought we couldn't make it and ended up coming.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. literally... Yeah.
3: We actually thought we were generally going to have, like, 70 people at wedding. Yeah. We had about just under 150.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
3: actually, that was just the perfect size, actually, for us, it was yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, but we just wanted to remember our guest's faces. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I've been to weddings, I've seen someone, I don't know who they are, other yeah. people's wedding, and it's like, oh, okay. I, d- I want my people who I know at my own wedding. Yeah. So, I guess it did play a little part.
1: You mentioned that you've been to a couple of destination weddings a yeah. lot. Whereabouts have you been?
4: So the first one I went to was in Goa: Oh wow. yeah, so that was that was like our, that was more of like the beach sort of vibe yeah. Um, where yeah everyone was like at a resort yeah. Um, so yeah that was the first one. the second destination one was in Italy yeah uh, so that was in Florence um, yeah. yeah that was a that was a, that was a little bit of a different sort of
3: Vinyani kind of yeah, style.
4: that was a vineyard sort of style wedding. Yeah. Um but that was that was different because it was like a, that was a fusion wedding mm. that we that um that we went to like my cousin he got married it was like a Indian wedding and a Jewish mid- wedding in one. Oh, so yeah, awesome. so it was, it, was, okay. it was that was definitely something different. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, both of them had like sort of like different styles. Whereas the one in Goa was like full on Indian, Indian yeah. reception, wedding, everything was there. Uh, where this one was more of Indian wedding, like a sit down dinner. Yeah, and then like a party later on in the evening nice. um so yeah but uh the, just being on like a destination wedding it's just yeah. like, on holiday people are so much more relaxed
2: yeah. And chilled, mm-hmm. yeah I agree with that yeah so
4: I think that's one of the that's the thing I was like that's why I said like, yeah I've always wanted a destination wedding because we went and we just yeah we loved it so Wicked.
1: much <laughs> what was the vision of it then when you started <laughs> like I, I imagine there were so many kind of mood boards and stuff like that going
3: into it so originally it wasn't santorini yes. i'll be honest santorini just sounded far-fetched yeah. in terms of yeah it was like creme de la creme like yeah. we thought okay it's not possible so we didn't start in santorini mm. we actually started places like looking at italy and portugal because yeah. we've known people or malta we've known people who've had weddings there and mm. had good feedback um but when we actually, I went Santorini years ago yeah. on holiday with my best friend, and I saw a wedding there, and I fell in love. And it was always, always in the back of my mind. Mm. But when we were planning it, I didn't really voice it out that much for some reason. I just mm. thought it's Greece; it's not going to cater because places like Italy, um, Malta, Portugal—they mm. cater to like bigger Asian weddings, yeah, and food. Food was the topic, yeah. yeah. But I literally, I got very lucky, found a blog of an yeah. Asian couple who had a wedding in Santorini and she listed all like her vendors mm. and that blog literally changed. It was a game changer, because that's when we met Leela, our wedding planner.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, but it was the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. Santorini and it was different. Not many mm. weddings were in Santorini.
2: Yeah. Um, especially Indian weddings.
3: Especially Indian weddings. So yeah. I think we just met the right person, we had the confidence, let's just do it, let's just see what the difference is between these locations, and you yeah. know what, it's actually the best style, all in our opinion, that catered to what we needed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it had everything. It had everything.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the, we originally started, yeah, like I said, Italy was our-
3: Number uh, one. Was our yeah.
4: original destination, and then the more we sort of looked into venues, um, it didn't
3: have what we wanted because our main aim was um we wanted ocean view okay that's exactly what we wanted most of ocean view yeah um overlooking and then one venue of the beach Mm. um but when we were looking at certain areas because of the size of our wedding it was going towards like Tuscany kind of side, which, yeah. which is vineyards, which is a different kind of style for our wedding. Yeah, and then you had other options like Lake Como. Mm. But sometimes it was a bit difficult to get back and forth between certain venues. So our aim was was the ocean view, but convenient for our guests
2: because okay.
3: yeah. we didn't want to pick a location where you have to get a boat and take somewhere there to this here or yeah. go up a hill and stuff like that. Mm. People just want convenience, and Santuino yeah. was just small and cute. It was just it was just it's breathtaking. Yeah. That yeah. was you. well so
4: that was one of the things when when I went to Italy, like mm. the venue was about half an hour away from our actual hotel. Oh. Okay. So the travelling distance was just a little bit frustrating. So yeah. when we were picking a venue, we wanted somewhere which was easily accessible to mm. uh, for all of our guests and obviously even if the venue didn't have like um anywhere to stay, like, places to stay or anything like that, as long as there was hotels close by. Or yeah. restaurants yeah, close by, I Or guess. restaurants close by, things like that, just mm-hmm. making stuff easier for the mm-hmm. guests. Um, so, yeah, so then that's how we uh, eventually came across the actual venue that we used. Yeah. Um, lena basically, we gave her our vision, saying this is what we want. But mm. got- she...
3: She helped us with our yeah. mood board, basically, oh, for could, Santorini. Okay.
4: Yeah. She, gave us, she gave us a couple of venues, because yeah. we we, we've had a couple of events there. Mm. Um, so she gave us a couple of venues, and she said, these two I recommend are the ones that you guys She
3: want. She basically said, I guarantee from this list, you're going to pick this venue and this venue. And she's like, but you let's see what you pick. Okay. And she was right. The really? venues that she suggested was exactly what was okay for us, because she's done eating weddings. Yeah. And the venues we picked were the biggest venues on the island because their weddings are max. The biggest wedding I have is like 70 people. Oh,
2: really? Yeah. 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 And those two
3: venues that we picked for our occasions, they were the biggest venues on the island.
2: Oh, wow. So she knew her stuff.
3: She's like, this is... This is the Asians get married when you have a bigger yeah.
4: wedding. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's what it was. Um, because their their weddings all done in churches anyway, mm. so they've got large churches. But yeah. as in a venue to hold one hundred and fifty people, plus, yeah, yeah. plus people, people um, you're very limited to the mm. uh, to the to the venues that you actually get. Yeah, and perfect. it just worked out that the venues that we picked were literally perfect in the yeah. Way. So that's what we wanted.
1: So you know when you moved away from Italy, yeah. Even though Santorini was in the back of your mind, were there any other options that you were kind of looking at, or was it literally just you moved away from Italy we, and it was like yeah,
3: we moved away. I think I think we moved away quite quickly. Yeah.
4: um I just, Honestly, to be fair, what also was happening on the back of my mind because when we actually started planning, yeah, um, that's literally just when the pandemic started. Yes. So Italy at that at that, at that time,
3: time was was, yeah. hit was the worst, worst, the worst yeah. currently at the moment with how it was going on. Right? Yes. And then it was harder for us to get in contact with venues and such because they were shut. Yeah. Locked down. Yeah. So.
4: So, yeah. So when, when we were speaking to them, and especially just kind of seeing what was happening, mm. we kind of just. Uh, it
3: didn't feel right anymore. Yeah. That's just, what it was. It didn't
4: yeah. feel right. So whilst we were speaking to them, so then, then what we also found is places like Malta yeah. and Portugal, then we saw more, uh, we saw started seeing more venues there. Mm. Uh, whilst we're still inquiring With Santorini Yeah um, But we kind of We kind of both knew I think we
3: knew Like it's like it was, Okay
4: they've got that But yeah. we want this He would, yeah. he, he
3: would do like Because I would Bundle everything together Then he would Make the re- uh, outreach
2: Yeah
3: uh, All I would say like, What did Lila say first yeah. She was the one from Santorini What did she face first Yeah, yeah. Because I think I was Leaning towards I was, It was obvious yeah. I was biased at that yeah. stage
4: she, she was very transparent with us Yeah um, she was We told her Our budget from the beginning mm. yeah, but
3: um, tell her what we wanted, exactly, and you could just see how different each wedding planner is because the way it works Santorini is, um, you can't directly work with the venue, mm. you have to have a wedding planner, okay, unless yeah. it's a church wedding yeah, um so Lila was just she was honest yeah. she was honest, she was caring, and mm. that's what we wanted. she wasn't money grabbing, yeah, she wasn't all. Oh, because she knows she's going to get this kind of commission or whatever. Mm. She'll be honest and tell her, this is, this is what it is. Yeah. And when we approached others, it didn't feel like that. It felt mm. like a business deal.
2: Yeah. Okay. It didn't
3: feel like she was planning our love story for our wedding yeah. day. Yeah. That's what she did for us. But the mm. others just felt like.
4: She just made us missing. comfortable. And yeah. it was homely.
3: Very yeah. homely. Um,
4: so the way that she she like came across it, and she was very, yeah, she was straightforward, and she got to the point. There was no dilly-dallying around the bush or anything like that. Um, mm. If if it wasn't possible, mm. she'll, she'll tell, us, tell us. Or if she thought that this was better, she was, she like, was like, "I, this rec- was, I recommend yeah. this." Mm. The end of the day, the choice is yours. Yeah. yeah. But um, she was just always just helpful in the way that um, in the communication between us and then her going back to the vendors and speaking to them. Very easy. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it was. She just made it easier. So when once she came with the idea um, mm. and told us, so I think we made up our mind uh, straight away. I ho- I would say. We went off the cuff on the actual wedding venue. So, whilst she showed us pictures and we looked at the website, mm. um, a lot of people probably won't commit to something without seeing the venue first.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because
3: I think the biggest thing that we did was we did everything virtually. Yeah. We booked everything without seeing it. Yeah. Wow. Because we couldn't. It was pandemic, couldn't yeah. fly.
2: That's true, yeah.
3: We like Lila did video calls with us to make us comfortable Mm. she did everything and we literally just let's just do it yeah and we trusted her and it worked yeah so we were it was strange to do that because we only visited our venues literally three and a half months before our actual wedding I
1: remember that yeah we went
3: to April went to see it do the food tasting look at the venue and we're like we were, every time we went to the, each venue, we were like, oh my God, how is it going to be? Did we make the right <laughs> yeah. choice? And it was the right choice. But we were just like, oh my God, we, yeah. we've done this like, mm. like a blindfold. We've yeah. just done it from pictures and like mm. video call and, you know.
4: I think that's to the, the faith you have to have in a wedding planner. Oh, yeah. Is it's massive. Destination especially. Mm. And I would yeah. definitely recommend having a wedding planner if you're doing a destination yes. wedding. Yeah. Because.
3: Language barrier. Yeah. Um, they will get to understand the culture a bit more. Um, I think that's what we struggled with. Italy was the language but and the bit of the culture. Mm. It's a bit different. Yeah. With with the Greeks, are quite similar to Asians. We could relate. Yeah, um, And she said that yeah. we're quite similar. So that's why we fit like a glove with her, really. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Earlier on, you mentioned <coughs> COVID had hit. That's why you moved from Italy to Santorini. Mm. Was there any point where it was in the back of your mind that because this pandemic's hit, more than likely it might not happen? Or was <laughs> um, it always going to happen?
4: Um I think, I think we always knew it was going to happen. Right. We just didn't know when. We just didn't know, didn't know when, when it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the venues were super, super cool. Flexible. And they were flexible. So, so they gave us the assurance from the beginning. They said, yeah.
3: if you want to pick this day and something goes wrong, mm. next you charge nothing. It gets rolled off yeah. to your next day." So yeah. we were quite lucky because we've had horror stories from other brides where they lose pretty yeah. much everything. Yeah. Thousands of pounds, like a lot of money. We got lucky yeah like really lucky so I
4: not we're not gonna lie it was towards the more we got into the pandemic and obviously mm. things started like opening up and then it's like closing again opening we were up stressed. so we, we, we were a little bit stressed because yeah it's like whilst we've got our date in mind and mm. this is the date that we that was set what happens if it's if if it's just like us and our parents maybe like that's it might just have to be that isn't it yeah at that point and we're just like because we didn't want to wait um Any longer, we're waiting like two years after, or two and a half years yeah. after. It was like if if worst comes to worse we're just gonna fly out with our parents and we'll still get married there. It just won't be the, the extravagant thing that we wanted it to yeah. be. It will just be us there, and that's it. Mm. Um,
3: but that was the stressful. I think
4: that was the only th- hard. Thing th- I, I think th-
3: I think the hardest thing that we went through was COVID.
4: Yeah,
3: it was. We had going on stuff going on families, people that we knew. Mm. Um, you know, we lost loved ones. Yeah. We and we're trying to do this, and the wedding planning wasn't stressful. It was COVID. Yeah. And as a COVID bride and groom, I don't wish that upon any other couple. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it takes away the joy.
2: Yeah, of course. We felt yeah. guilty
3: to tell people we were engaged. Yeah. Because people were losing their life. Mm-hmm. So it was. I didn't find. The wedding planning stressful in that sense of picking flowers, picking DJ, picking this. It was what we were living in in that situation yeah. of COVID. We didn't make it easy for a destination with flights so it was questionable at the same time. Yeah. Um. So that was quite hard.
1: I just wanted to kind of transition into, so you know when you decided you wanted the destination wedding mm-hmm. there, what were some of the first sort of suppliers that you needed to contact like as an emergency?
4: Oh, as in, as in to let them know that what
1: has been delayed or no, no, in as in of, oh. as in like organizing it.
4: Uh so we had our we had our obviously list. So yeah, venue. Uh, yeah.
1: So we had the venue. first
3: thing is venue and date. Yeah, yeah. And then food.
2: Yeah, So yeah. we
3: need to because we still wanted Asian food. We wanted a bit of mix, a bit of traditional, like Greek kind of thing, and see if anyone caters. Yeah. Um. So venue and food were the two main priorities for us yeah. because. Mm it makes a big difference
2: yeah.
3: because um, anything else like decoration stuff you can get anywhere. Yeah. You can mingle. Um, and then obviously photographers was important to yeah, yeah. my makeup artist and DJ, DJ and priest. They were yeah. our main ones. So yeah. we at the same time aim to look at venue dates, food, uh, photographer, DJ
2: mm.
3: and makeup artist.
4: And priest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: They were what, the main. What hit. made
4: it, what made it harder is, uh,
3: Everyone free at the same yeah, time. <laughs> but,
4: yeah, hoping like obviously you've got your list of everyone that you wanted to get, and was free yeah. at the same and, like, time. And you just hope that that everyone's going to be free. Yeah. Um, and that was the same thing when when it got rescheduled, uh, we then had to make sure that we the, same, the same suppliers were then free for the date that we had to rearrange on. Oh yeah. yes, of course. When yes, we got in touch I do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Said, look, this no, is these this are, is, are the, these are the dates we're thinking. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And it was like, oh god, if we have to then move it to next year are these was going to be free for this venue now? Or yeah. are we going to have the fireworks person going to be free? Is that the letters that we had? Is that going to be available on that day? Yeah. So it's everything together. Mm. But Leela, our wedding plan made it easier. Yeah. But the first thing was the venue. Yeah. Mm. It was a venue and food was our, our top two priority because that pretty much makes a wedding, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, of
2: course. Yeah.
1: Especially at Asian weddings. As yeah, Asian part. weddings. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to ask was how difficult was it finding suppliers overseas and communicating your needs with them?
3: I think the thing that was difficult was like decorations. Yeah. Like, for example, one example, our chair covers for a reception. Mm. I bought that all from the UK.
1: Oh, okay, really? Like
3: the mirror aisle um, yeah. for my um, civil mm. carried out on the plane.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I didn't realise that.
3: Wedding favors were bought. Um, some things like that was difficult there because mm. um, they just, it's a small island yeah
4: they do yeah. not have everything they want
3: not everything it's like even they had to get stuff from like Athens
1: oh really so okay.
3: they have to take a ferry to the island if there's certain things that we needed mm-hmm. um so I think it's little things like that but in terms of like food
4: the, the, the major stuff like is- they
3: had like photographers there videographers there yeah. DJs there. they had everything there mm-hmm. it was just like the little things and touches of what kind of stuff that you want was a bit yeah. difficult it's
4: like okay. yeah you know like the decoration you get for maybe like reception so like your chair covers or, yeah. um, or your centerpieces sometimes or stuff like that I think that that's a little bit more harder because they just have like sort of like a default what um, they have there, what they yeah. have is what they have isn't it mm.
2: um
4: and it's not like you can just they can just go to like Amazon or or Etsy or something like that and just order yeah. Yeah. something quickly. Uh, the stuff that they couldn't get, we just we could just we order bought like everything here. here. Mm. I mean, uh, we could we well we, we, we took it over some stuff in in April,
3: April when we, we visited. Right. So we took half oh, okay. our decorations, like yeah. even, you know, remember our little peacocks yeah. that we had by Amanda? Yes. we bought that in April. Oh,
2: okay, and, and nice. we
3: and like our guest book and stuff like that, just to save room for luggage. And Leela kept it for us Until our our wedding day And it Again
4: it was um, The wedding planner said It's like I can get this stuff for you But honestly It's probably going to be cheaper If We just bought it From the UK And just Had it And it's not even that
3: It's customs Like Greek customs Is a bit difficult Because mm. she said in the past The bride and groom That she's had Have sent things to Greece Got stuck in custom And paid like A thousand euros in tax Wow To to get it out She's like don't risk it. If you can put it in your suitcase or you can bring it to me earlier when you visit, yeah. just do that. And that's what we did.
4: Yeah. So I, I think, like I said, I think if you have a good wedding planner, they'll mm. be able to obviously, they'll Advise know. They'll, where yeah, to go. They'll, they'll know. Be what, honest what, with yeah, you. They'll know mm. where things are, to, where to get things, especially in their country. Yeah. yeah. So us trying to go to another place and trying to find something, it's just going to be harder. It's so harder. so yeah. as long as you have a good, like, wedding planner or mm. someone you can lean on, um, then yeah, then it's fine. Um, so that's why I say if you have like destination weddings like like in India or Goa, things yeah. obviously are much more easier to to, to to source and to get. Mm. Whereas if you go to maybe like Europe, mm. you might just have to think on the stuff that you want and can is it easily accessible there? Yeah. Mm. Um, but the only good thing about that is you live in England, so it's quite yeah. quick to go over <laughs> and yeah. then just drop things off. Yeah. To make sure that you've got to know someone who's know what they're doing basically aren't
1: yeah. there. Some of the suppliers that you were mentioning earlier on, so like DJs photographers videographers etc did you ever consider using those same supplies but from there
3: no well to a certain degree the worst case snuff i couldn't get it i think i would but the reason why it's like asian makeup artists know how to do the bun yeah and all that art photographer asian they know they understand the indian ceremony like the little bit of meaning like yeah when you go around the far road, tuck your toe on the you know little things like that like that he sees me for the first time on Monday. Yeah. I feel like our photographers of our culture will understand that a bit more. Mm. They have more experience yeah. with those, and those are the kind of captures moments yeah. we wanted for our wedding. Oh, um, but it was a consideration.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But I just felt I all, think we were
4: just a bit more comfortable with, with knowing that we can just have our own surprise the people that we want. For yeah. Those um, bigger bits, and yeah. Was, and then which wouldn't then affected by. Like language barriers, yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, and just expectation.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh, as a photographer, obviously, speech hands, you know, but the expectation is exactly we don't we didn't want to have that any middle ground uncovered, like just left there. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I just think for us, it was just easier mm-hmm. that we wanted to just bring people over ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And our wedding planner did ask us, like, "Oh, shall I provide you, like, priests and? Duff, like yeah, that. We said, should- um, yeah." Um, we said we said no. We'll look at them, but the people that she provided were all from the UK. Anyway. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. The, oh, the priest. That's okay. Yeah. She
3: recommended photographers and stuff, but they mostly did just like the civil and party. Mm. Ours is complicated. We've got the Mendy, yeah. you've got the Indian ceremony, it's yeah. Gem venue, so the main wedding day. Yeah. They were fascinating having it. outfit changes I had. It's like, yeah. Oh my god, you have all these different outfits. I go, Yeah, for different places. She goes, Wow, I've not yeah. really seen that. Like it's oh, everyone really? just has the civil
2: have yeah.
1: the
3: party, and that's it yeah oh, okay so it's like she's like we're seeing a few Asians here, but she's like, it's yeah. phenomenal, so
1: so you know when you were looking at wedding vendors, what were sort of the qualities that you were looking for specifically, <laughs> especially in like photo and video?
3: We were looking for thoughtfulness, mm-hmm. someone who showed they cared, and it wasn't just a business deal
1: yeah
3: um enthusiastic
4: someone someone who we could
3: who put the effort yeah, in someone we can work yeah. with.
4: Easy, easy to talk to. Was always there for us and asked yeah. what we
3: wanted. Yeah, because they would try and accommodate. Because every photographer, for example, has a different style. Mm. But if I were to suggest something, would they take that on board, or would be like, yeah. "No, this is just my vision"? Mm. So we needed yeah. someone that could wanted to give us what we wanted as well.
4: Yeah, and I think that's what that's what we found from, from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, <laughs> because was, was. Was, it, since our first conversation that we had yeah. on the phone. You
3: You asked us what we want, and it's not a lot of people do that actually. They say, Okay, this is what I do, this is what I do. Okay, you you actually want to know what we want to see if you can accommodate.
4: And I think that's another thing that was always with your enthusiasm, Mm. um, for to capture what we wanted. Yeah, it showed you yeah, it showed you care. And you know what? the, The best thing was is that. When you, we were started planning the wedding, and you were saying, "I was like, look, I've done some research. This is the kind of places I want to take photos as well." Yeah. So knowing that you were doing that stuff, we didn't tell you to do that. Yeah. Or you yeah, you did concept. that of the like the the goodness of your heart, and mm. you wanted to capture exactly yeah. the, the moments yeah. perfect. So you started doing your own research, and you mm. were you were feeding ideas to us, saying yeah. we could do this. Yeah, and we're
3: like, like, oh, we didn't think of yeah. that yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah.
4: So someone, someone uh, like you or a vendor who was literally just perfect for us because you put the time and effort in mm. to us as a as, as a client and yeah that's what we really wanted and it was just yeah it was, it was refreshing to see mm. to work with someone who's like who literally says that cheers no it was good
1: the other, i want to touch on the opposite side of it as well so while you were kind of looking at vendors mm. can you tell us a little bit about some of the bad experiences you had
3: um- getting in
1: contact with some vendors
3: so, they don't give back to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the main one. Yeah. If they do, very limited mm. in what they give back. Yeah. um, So you can't really work with it. Rudeness. Okay. They're actually, vendors are actually quite rude, not having that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Imagine you're, this is, this is your wedding, you're trying to talk to someone about it and you're getting, just the vibe is not right, you're just, you're just yeah. like. One word answers, or they're just brooding the tone and the manner Mm. like you're you're supposed to be selling a service here, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just uh, the way they they communicate with you is it's it's bad, yeah. And that's we've had that, yeah. We've had that even to get a quote,
3: they won't give you a quote. It's like, how does plan for wedding yeah stick with budgets if you're not telling me,
2: yeah,
3: what you're providing? What's the cost? Yeah, they're like, oh, but we don't know this could change, that can change. I think the one thing was bad communication overall yeah. that's a general theme yeah. and
4: i think that was out there but as well, there as well. Mm. it's both not ways. just here it was both ways so
3: yeah.
4: who, who did we have
3: like Leela, like she she did everything for us mm-hmm. and there's the one thing that we had was a 360 boost yeah. Yeah. and um the provider with that was just difficult man mm. but she dealt with it okay. but because that's her job she did yeah. everything and she saw it everything but again her feedback was his communication was bad Mm. So she also experienced that with people there that have stuff that we wanted, yeah. though yeah. she hasn't worked with before. Yeah. Because again, we tried to get things like the 360 booth, no one really gets it there. Yeah. So for her it was the first. She usually gets like the normal booths that you get. But yeah. the 360 was mm. it's kind of a new trend at the moment for weddings, yeah. to be honest. And um the theme is bad communication. Mm. And that is a huge part of planning anything in your life, yeah. to be fair.
4: Yeah. I mean, honestly, the, the best vendors that we worked with are the ones who just communicate with us. Yeah. And the ones who communicate with us and... Uh, Showed
3: respect yeah, and, you know...
4: Enthusiasm.
3: And care. Are,
4: and they're the ones that, that you, we, you we all picked. got on with. Yeah. And yeah. We, we picked one of them. It's just, it's as simple as literally that... Communication. Yeah, communication yeah. is... It's key. It's such a massive thing.
1: Speaking of themes, I noticed that each of your events had like a theme to it. Yeah. How did that come about? And was obviously me? obviously that was an intention. Oh. That was intentional. But right.
4: from my side, she picked the colors. I just had to go decide and had to, to match it. That um.
3: we wanted to be a bit different, but we want, we love um, Tiffany blue. It's our favorite color. Yeah. Like literally. Um. But we just wanted blue in, in a little aspect of everything. Mm. Um. So we wanted still contrast like Mendy was like a bit of blue a bit pink and kind of flowery yeah. kind of thing beach vibe kind of thing that we wanted yeah. mm. so but for our ending wedding we wanted blue bit of blue bit of white yeah and then reception
4: but it's, it's what you kind of associate with Santorini, Santorini is blue. Is it, it's the white actually it's the that's blues. true yeah. yeah it's the white it's the blue so we didn't want to like
3: put a go, red or yeah, something yeah we didn't want to go yeah.
4: like OTT on one side yeah. And just go completely against the other. We just um, wanted
3: pastels. We wanted yeah. that was our theme actually. It was mostly like a pastel tone. Yeah. Um. Because for our destination wedding, we wanted we yeah. wanted that kind of feel. Yeah.
4: As like you saw, if you saw that, like, obviously the morning you, you took shots, it was more like white and pastels. Yeah. Every and that was just kind of all around. Whereas the civil the, the civil was, it was just, like clean, just white clean white and black. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um.
4: And then in the in the uh, reception was more of the that sort of tiffany blue yeah you saw that, mm. with that decoration you saw that, with that outfit yeah um, that's just the kind of color they wanted wanted to go with we kind of like kind of planned it accordingly to that uh saying these are the kind of colors that we kind of wanted to go with okay and and favourite color
3: basically yeah, <laughs> I,
4: just, I just wanted to just yeah work with
1: that so in terms of photographer personality traits aside what were you looking for in terms of a photographer uh,
3: in terms of the final images yeah we like yeah. natural like in terms of um we just didn't want everyone posing. We wanted natural photos too.
2: Yeah,
4: I think the the big one for, for us, especially mm. in the Indian ceremony, really, was was reaction shots. Yeah. Um. So reaction shots from when things were happening. I recall um, you guys saying, yeah, actually, that was that was a major thing for us. So yeah. We wanted natural reactions, natural shots from that. Mm. Um, we
3: didn't want it cinematic kind of feel. Yeah. yeah.
4: Um.
3: We wanted nice close-ups, a bit of far shots, but you yeah. can capture joy in the photos yeah. that's yeah. what it was and it was like dreamy it
2: was just, yeah.
1: yeah,
3: i wanted like a, a true reflection of what the setting was in real life yeah. to be portrayed into when you see the photo
1: mm. so like very light very eerie kind of
3: like the photos look. you've given yeah. us basically. yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So awesome. that, yeah so that's what we wanted and then again there was the same with so with the reception it was more like obviously that's the last event everyone's there ready to party yeah so we want just just capture that moment. Um, mm. So again, like more reaction shots. Yeah. Um. But obviously, there were certain things that we really wanted. So we wanted to to capture like us when the fireworks were going off. Yeah. Or like our first dance was under the mm. sunset. So we wanted yeah. to just have those sort of shots. So we wanted it to be a little bit more glamorous in the yeah. reception. <laughs> but um again, we just wanted to be more like natural glamour rather mm. than oh, it you posed for, like for this.
3: Ages. Um, yeah.
4: and I think the only one that we wanted to have these shots where we actually did a poses was by for us civil.
3: Oh by yeah. the domes.
4: Yeah, just by the just domes. By the dome, just yeah. Um, yeah. we just wanted to be we wanted that to be like more like classic. Yeah. But Oh, you're yeah.
3: going to me, you're to get a picture of the yeah. domes. Yeah, of isn't it? Exactly. That's yeah. the whole point. So
4: yeah, we wanted the we wanted the classic domes. Um yeah. and just capture, you know, like you see it all the time, like white mm. dresses, yeah. tuxedos and crisp. Yeah. It's yeah, a crisp just, yeah wanted. And yeah. yeah, that's that's the kind of ones that we wanted for there.
1: I feel like before you guys actually confirmed with me, we had relatively few conversations. Yeah. But we ended up confirming. Why was that?
4: I think it was more to do with... I think just your enthusiasm mm. was just as enthusiastic. You, you were just as enthusiastic as yeah. us.
3: I think uh, you were more excited. Yeah, that, I was.
4: <laughs> actually, to, to, be for, to be fair, she did say to me once, she was like, she goes, you know what? She goes... I've not thought about my photos, but Jangie just knows exactly what we want. <laughs> and like, every time he says it, he's like, I, I think, yeah, that photo would be the way that photo. I think that was, I think that was the best thing. It's mm. because I think the conversation. It's communication we actually, yeah. as well. Yeah. It's the,
3: um, your knowledge of what you knew. You kind of, you gave us the ideas. You've yeah. like, we gave you, our thoughts to what you want but you enhanced it for us yeah. to give us that vision mm. um, and
4: did, we, we, did we share the pictures of certain photos that we wanted before or was it after
1: we yeah like, so you mm. guys um, I, I think initially you guys sent me a highlight reel oh yeah, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you sent me a trailer as well that yeah. you guys really enjoyed and then you sent me some images as well that you thought yeah, yeah, yeah. really good ideas yeah. yeah Um, and based off of that I started kind of working on yeah. different types of images
2: yeah
4: yeah so yeah so we yeah i was like because i think we just got on well you know like yeah. sometimes it's just it's so natural that mm-hmm. um and the conversation always flowed um there was there was like i said no beating around the bush nothing yeah. like that made it fun yeah and it was yeah. just enjoyable and you were contactable all the time
3: <laughs> Yeah, <it makes laughs> like, honestly
4: good. it was it was literally the yeah. best thing like i could call you at a random three o'clock in the afternoon and you and tell and us stuff.
3: honestly what can yeah. or can't be done
4: yeah and that's yeah. what
3: we that's what we needed
4: yeah we were actually having this conversation. um, the other day we were like if we had more time like yeah. more no days.
3: if we had to change something oh if we had to change day, something for the we wedding we wanted yeah. more time for photos even yeah. more there's not enough really? hours in the day yeah. for it
4: <laughs> that was that was the one thing because
3: that. we had all three events in one day yeah. so we yeah. only have that consecutive time slot yeah it's so yeah. the only thing I wish we had I could stay and take photos all day
4: yeah and especially after looking at these photos I'm like oh, I wish we could take
3: more
1: that was actually going to be the last question if you were to end up doing it all again starting from like the planning phase, the point where you have to tie the knot. Yeah, is there anything or what would be that you something that you change?
3: It's just I wish we had more time in between the events. Mm. Um, it Did was, you
1: split the days.
4: I think I think if we could go I, back, I and think we go
3: back. I think we would have done a civil on one separate day. Okay, yeah. and then do the Indian reception on the other day to so give us more mm. time. Yeah, uh, I think that's the only thing we will change weddings Things didn't always Go right for certain things yeah, It has issues here and there yeah. But no one noticed So yeah. that's what mattered um, But I loved Our wedding day so much Yeah Like
4: I mean, People are asking us We'll do it all again we go if again. again If you want to get married we again We'll do it again, it again. Yeah. Or should we go Should we go again next year
3: Or just go for a reunion was <laughs> like yeah. oh But yeah. um, I think it's just time
4: I think yeah time I think-, I
3: think When we were Having a wedding People who know That we got married mm. They said enjoy every moment yeah because it goes so fast and i think maybe even though i had such an amazing day i wish i took it in much more
2: yeah because
3: yeah. i want everything to be perfect you can't yeah, buy zilla yeah. um i think that's something i would change i would just change my little mindset so just a little bit i should draw it a little bit more not worry too much because it, it was fine at the end yeah. of the day
4: yeah um, but I, I think that will come with that will come with time so so imagine if we didn't have the civil yeah. where we would have had to like kind of I mean we didn't really rush yeah um, but it was just the more of okay there's enough time to just mm. take it all in yeah,
2: um, a
4: bit more, yeah. and the, instead of having like a 3 hour gap mm. we would have like a 4 or 5 hour gap or yeah. a 6 hour gap where that you could kind of just take it all in and then go again yeah um so yeah that's the only thing I w- the only thing that we would change is probably maybe not having all three events on one day yeah. have a have a sort of gap in a
3: bigger gap yeah yeah in the middle. i still wouldn't change it
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay well i think that's all that i have for you guys thank you so much for being a part of the podcast it's been really helpful i'm so glad that you're a part of it and you've given us some really amazing tips and i'm hoping anyone and everyone that's listening out there has picked up something from this episode taken it away and they're now able to implement those tips and pointers that you've given into their own game plan and just overall providing customer service that is above a standard that your normal average vendor would provide. I just basically wanted to now summarize some of the key attributes that you guys mentioned because it is a learning podcast and an educational podcast and it may have been lost in a lot of the remembrance of your special day I think there were a lot of points that were absolutely key and I want to just highlight those points to anyone that might be listening. So I think one of the first ones and one of the key ones that you guys mentioned was communication. This is a really huge one because I know a lot of vendors actually lack in this and it's a case of I understand vendors are very busy but communication is absolutely key and clients, all clients need to feel as though they are your priority. There are some extenuated circumstances where it's out of hours or a client messages you a very late at night and there do need to be certain boundaries put into place. However, as an as a whole, I don't believe it should be taking vendors days to get back to clients or potential clients or inquiries. Because at the end of the day, without that inquiry or without that client We, as vendors, are not making any money. So, we need the clients as much as they need us. So, we need to treat it as such as well and treat them as priority. Another key attribute that you guys ended up mentioning was the enthusiasm that was shown to you. And as a result, that was another key factor that encouraged you to book with me. I think enthusiasm is huge. And another thing that becomes very complacent with vendors. I know that we do it week in and week out or every other week, but we need to understand from a client's perspective, this is their special day. And pretty much all clients are only looking to do this the once. So we need to treat it as such. We need to look at it in the same way that the clients are looking at it. And it will improve your work as well. When you show the enthusiasm, especially something like a destination shoot, when you show that enthusiasm, you put the clients at ease and if you're putting your clients at ease that's offering a good service believe it or not that provides a service that someone who may be very very diverse very experienced in the field of destination wedding may not be able to give their clients because they've done it so repetitively and so often it's nothing new to them anymore but we need to treat it as though this is our client's special day and We need to come together as vendors and make sure they feel that we want it to be as special as much as they do. Another point that was mentioned was try to be as helpful as you can to even potential customers that are contacting you. So, what I mean by that, and I think what my couple here meant by that as well, was if they are contacting you well in advance of their special day and they're not able to give you specific timings, just be helpful try and give a rough estimate because at the end of the day their wedding may be in a year and a half's time. It's very difficult to put an exact timing onto when the start time will be and when the ending time will be. So I think even if you wanna charge it as look what type of wedding will it be? Is it a Hindu wedding? Is it a Sikh wedding? Will you be having a reception? Will you be having a religious ceremony? Is there any other ceremonies that I need to know about? From that you can judge, generally speaking, a Sikh wedding is lasting from 12 to 15 hours. Give a quote for something between 12 to 15 hours. If you know that it's a Muslim wedding and it's a walima, that can be anywhere from 6 to 8 hours. Again, I would probably quote an 8 hour day to my couple and say to them, Please bear in mind, this is a very estimated quote. I don't have specific timings. When you have specific timings, I'm able to give you a more accurate quote. However, the accurate quote won't necessarily be miles off of what I've provided you today as an estimate. So it's a way of speaking to customers. It's a way of, again, providing a very good customer service and trying to be as helpful towards them as you can. If you show that helpfulness and that willingness begin with your customers will see that too and again it's providing good customer service and there is no one out there that will book anyone with bad customer service if you're providing a good customer service the likelihood of you being booked is much greater so try and be as helpful as you can with potential clients another key point that was mentioned was being proactive i think this is a really big one Because when especially shooting a destination wedding, not everything can be left to your bride and groom because they're inexperienced in regards to photography. They are planning a wedding. You, as a photographer, have the eye and have the knowledge of what would look good in pictures and what would not. You, as a photographer, need to use that experience and take charge a little bit in your specific area. That means Do a little bit of research, it comes back down to the enthusiasm. It will take a load off your customers. It will allow you to take control of the situation and ensure you are getting some amazing pictures, not only for yourself, but again, more importantly, for your clients. If you're able to do that and you're able to be proactive, it will show to your couple that you are geared up for this, you are ready to do this, and you are going to come with the best results possible and it will put them at ease as well. As a couple, they will see that you're looking forward to this, you're planning your particular area and you're going to make sure you go out there and you're going to take some amazing images. That will again reinforce the fact that they've made the right decision going with you, whether you're experienced or not. If you make a promise to your client and say, look, I am gonna go out there, I can promise you, I will go out there and ensure that the pictures you get back are going to be nothing less than amazing. You have to be proactive. It will work in your own favor too because at the end of it all, your clients are gonna love your images and they are going to recommend you based off those images. So when you can, be proactive, take charge of your field and take a load off of your clients. That way, everyone's happy. Another amazing point that I think was maybe omitted throughout the entire episode actually is vendors need to work together it doesn't have to necessarily be I want to get nothing but my shot and I don't care what the videographer is doing if I get in that person's shot it doesn't matter I need to be able to get the most stunning and instagrammable shot that there is out there it's not that again it's your couple special day we all need to kind of work together and work to achieve the end goal, which is making sure our customers are happy and satisfied with our results. Another one that I really wanted to mention was actually having some self-confidence. I think this is especially important, especially going over to destinations, because you have to feel as though, you know what, I can do this and I am damn good at what I do too. Once you have that self-belief, it shows in your work and your clients can see the confidence in you too. Again, that self-confidence can come from a number of places. It doesn't necessarily have to just be based on your skills. If you do your research, if you're proactive, the previous points that we've mentioned, if you're able to do that, you are well-equipped and well-prepared in executing a plan that is phenomenal. And executing a plan that's phenomenal can only end in beautiful results for your couple. So once you get those results and provide them to your clients, you will get nothing but recommendations and applauds. So be self-confident and in order to self-confident, take note of the points that we've just mentioned too. And the absolute final point that I wanted to mention was, as a photographer, tell your couple to enjoy their day because as we said earlier, every single couple out there getting married is only looking to do it the once. And if that is the case and you're in a, unique position where you can approach the couple and say look I know you're stressed out because someone's running late or someone spilt something or whatever it may be I know you're stressed out just take a breath look around and enjoy yourself this is something that you guys have been planning for months so it's time to sit back and enjoy it take it in and your family your friends Are also aware of whatever it is that's going on, they will resolve it no problem. For you guys, all you need to do is sit back, enjoy, and just enjoy the day, enjoy the company, enjoy the fact that you guys, your union is being celebrated today. So, I think that's something that we as photographers are in a very unique position to do, and not enough of us actually go out and do that. So, make sure that your couple are enjoying the day, and if they're not, Encourage them to do so. But that was the final point from me. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I hope you guys enjoyed the entire episode and picked up some useful tips. For me, it's a wrap and I'm looking forward to speaking to you guys again next week, Monday. Take care, guys, and I'll see you soon. found my
0: focus soon as you came into view Highlight and expose the way I think of you Now it's clear as day is what I need to do Ooh. Don't ever stop, just give it all that you got